Welcome back, people across the world. We're back. We are the real OK2 podcast. It is I, O-Dub, we have here, and we have K-Boogie in the house. And we're about to give it to you real, raw, and definitely, as always, unscripted. There's three dope individuals having some real, authentic conversations about real topics, real issues. And, oh, yes, we have a lot of fun because we're brothers and sisters. Hey, we're about to give it to you. Giving it always what the people want. So sit back, relax, and tonight and today and wherever you are, we're about to have some ball in here because we have a special guest. So here, K-Bug, you ready to get okay. it jumping? We ready. All right, all right, all right. So, well, listen. Oh, I'm sorry. Now you good? Go ahead. That's how we <laughs> <I'm> do. <ready. laughs> well, listeners, we're going to um, welcome Miss Helena back. Um, she's the owner of What Happened, and she's also our sponsor. So we're glad to have her today. Um, Hello. Chat with her last time. But um, she's going to be here today to join us in the conversation and to also um, tell us a little bit about what she got going on. Mm-hmm. Good, good morning, good day, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you are listening. How are y'all doing today? Doing great. Amazing. Glad great. to have you. Excellent. Great. Glad to have Thank you. Glad to be back today. I didn't... Uh, I didn't scare y'all off of me last time, so. No, nah, definitely not. <laughs> I'm back. Definitely not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, when I listened to that episode, I was like, man, I'm so mad I missed it. It was so it was so good and so funny. So I'm glad you were able to join us today. <laughs> I enjoyed myself immensely last time, and last time I had the total potty mouth. These two guys didn't tell me y'all was sponsored by the church. Oh, my goodness. And I'm just ripping it. Uh, at the end, I could have just, just, I just melted at the end. I was like, oh, my goodness. They just put me out there on blast. But I had so much fun. And I've gotten to know each one of these three um, personally over the last year. So this is definitely going to be a fun day today. So what what are we talking about today, y'all? Well, first, before we jump in that, let's, let's, I guess you can kind of tell us a little bit more about yourself just in case <coughs> the, it's the first time you was here oh. and then oh, what oh, you know one that's coming up real soon and before we dive oh, into the He's giving me the mic. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> so, well, for y'all who do not know me, my name is Helena but most people call me Lena, and I am your HHIC. You heard it here, which is your head hostess in charge of what's popping, no G, what's popping, USA. And we are a multidimensional platform, basically a support system for your small business, for your small business owners. Out there, you know, when COVID, COVID came around, all these small businesses cropped up. Entrepreneurship was, has always been there, but when everybody was kind of shut in, 
We were restless. We didn't know what to do. A lot of us didn't have jobs anymore that we could go to physically. So we had to turn to, you know, that proverbial side hustle. And so, you know, a lot of these businesses cropped up, a lot of scams cropped and cropped up. And so, you know, as a business owner and then as a shopper, a consumer, you know, it was it's kind of hard to navigate, like, what businesses are legitimate, what are not. If you're a small business owner, it's hard to know where to go to. The SBA might be a little daunting, you know, to go in there and have somebody totally blast all your stuff to pieces when you thought it was fabulous, you know. And so our platform actually caters to the small business. We mentor. We have in-person events, virtually, virtual events. We are in development of an actual TV channel. So if your brand is ready and you can handle that national traffic, now you'll be able to see your brand literally on Roku TV. Mm. Mm. So we, we handhold... She ain't playing. She ain't playing. No, not at all. We're doing things, you know. We're doing big things all in the name of small business to help further the cause. I want to make those small businesses mainstream. You know, that small word, that small word is kind of like, you know, it puts us in a box. But right. we usually have the bigger ideas and the bigger wow factor than these huge, ginormous conglomerate companies, you know. And a lot of that amazingness goes by the wayside. It doesn't get to be seen. And so I feel that my mission is almost to bring these small businesses to the forefront and give them every opportunity, every viable avenue at a reasonable rate. When's the last time y'all tried to throw a birthday party and tried to rent a hall or something and these folks are charging $1,800 for a few hours and you're like, oh my God, now nobody can eat. I ain't got no balloons. I ain't got no DJ because I just paid. I mean, you know, the, the amounts of money that some of these places are charging, small businesses can't handle that. They're not, they don't have that income, right? And so we are there to help them, to give them that visibility, to get that customer traffic, traffic and increase their bottom line just all the way around. Ta-da! Yes, Lily. Find you. They was to look for you. Oh wow! So if you haven't seen my face and my mouth all (laughs) over the internet, let me tell you. So our primary website is What's Poppin' USA, and that's W H A T S P O P P I N U S A dot com. We are also on Facebook as What's Poppin' USA. We're on TikTok as What's Poppin' USA. We're on YouTube as What's Poppin' USA. We actually have a weekly talk show video that comes out and is produced and taped, comes out every every Tuesday on YouTube. Uh, then we've got our Instagram, which is somebody took my tag, so it's What's Poppin' underscore USA. But that's the only one that's different. You can okay. find us all over the place. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Oh, that's actually what I got going on. What I got going on. Mm, so, so, uh, as y'all mm, know, mm. y'all know, coming up, right, last time I was on, I was all excited telling y'all about my one tea party. Do y'all remember that? I had one. Mm-hmm. And I say Definitely. it like that because it was a big stinking deal at that time, right? 
It yeah. was a huge yeah. deal to me, and it's still a huge deal. But guess what? This year, it's three. Yes. And they're not yeah. even in the same state. They're not even so. We're going to Ohio. We're going to Columbus. We're going to the golf course. We're going up That's to the Whitneyville up. Commons up in Connecticut, up in Hamden, mm. Connecticut, outside of New Haven. And then, of course, we still got to rep the A. So I know they say Gwinnett is not Atlanta, but hell if it ain't. So we are up here in Norcross yet again at the Norcross <laughs> Cultural Ballroom again. So we have three dates coming up this year. So you want to get in where you fit in, get that hat, get that brim, get a little heel, get the sneakers on. It don't matter. Just come out and join us and enjoy yourself and have a good time. Ta-da! That is what's no up, doubt. or should I say, mm-hmm. or should I say, that's what's that happening. <laughs> that's what's right. happening. That's what's happening. For real. Yes. 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 Wow. Well, Love it. Congrats on growth. That is, what, that is awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Somebody follows me on my page, I do try to share a lot of her information and a lot of her stuff, mm-hmm. too. And so, yes, Kia and Kyle have been instrumental in sharing uh, this tea party stuff. And then our second Saturday is also, which we now have a, every month we do a, a little mixer where we do a little mimosa. We do a little waffles, a little chicken, some little fruit, compote on top and so on. We talk a little shop. You know, good times. And we, we travel all around Atlanta. You know, each month is a new spot. So mm-hmm. wherever you're at, come join us. Come join us. Okay. Mm. Look at that. <laughs> Get your breakfast oh. on once a month. You're busy. Yes. Very much so. Very much Yeah. <laughs> that's what's up. But, yeah, that's that's awesome. And, of course, Miss Helena, we're so happy to have you back. So happy to have you here. Um, I, I know we gotta get into the topic. So, sis, this is okay. Because you know, I was about to ask questions. I said, okay, okay, we gotta get into the topic. Gotta get into the topic. <laughs> <laughs> we talk later. We talk later. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we may have to make her regular, huh? <laughs> Go ahead. Time. I got plenty to say. No worries. <laughs> but, I, but I will say this for our listeners. Um, I know she she has a lot going on, and she's instrumental in helping small businesses. But she is re- like like the OK Two podcast, real raw and authentic. Mm-hmm. Elena is definitely real, Uncut. definitely raw, <laughs> and definitely authentic. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. she's she, she's yeah. one of the most down to earth people that you're yeah. probably ever. Uh, meat, so just yeah, um, I don't pull, you, you know, pull no punches. I just tell it like it, you know, if it quacks and it waddles, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whether Definitely. you think you're a penguin, <laughs> but you're laughing, you know. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. So we're going to dive right on into the conversation. Um, being that it's, it's still Black History Month, um, mm-hmm. we're going to still to try to honor Black History Month, but I wanted to keep it kind of fun today. Um, last week, I think we kind of got into African-American history, I believe, mm-hmm. and uh, we talked about that, so that kind of got um, somewhat serious. So 
So today we're going to talk about what are some black stereotypes that needs to stop. And so I had also posed this question. <laughs> I had posed this question in my group, and Candy Kid Speaks, and they was all over the place. So I was like, okay. <laughs> and I think I thought I was watching some show, and um, and I was reading something. It was an article came out maybe the beginning of Black History Month. I believe the school was in New York. Um, one of the um, lunch vendors or whatever, um, I think it was the first day on the menu. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, I remember that. And waffles and watermelon. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, me, honestly, when I when I saw that, I, was, I wasn't offended. I, I wasn't. And some people in the group, when I posted, they was like, they were. It was kind of split. And I was like, right. I thought it was funny and kind of cute. I said, but all black people don't like watermelon and all black people. So I was kind of looking at it like that. But then I was like, right. I wanted other nationalities get offended when, you know what I'm saying, like say if it was Chinese-American, like would they be upset if we right. searched? You know what I mean? So I was looking at it like that. But I wasn't offended. I was like, maybe because we have these different stereotypes that we need to kind of just get rid of. We need to get rid of some of these It's a difference. Okay, so let me say this. Let me premise it by saying this. Mm -hmm. We can talk about ourselves and laugh, but we get real hot when somebody else talk about us and laugh. You better say it. You better (laughs) say it. You see what I'm saying? Like, we can talk about all day how somebody's so shiny, tired, blue, black, right? We can talk about all kinds of stuff, right? But the Mm -hmm. minute somebody is not brown, not melanated, and a little too light say something, we go off the rails. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, and and that's big in songs, like saying the ninja word, right? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. they can sing it, but they bet not say that lyric. They <laughs> right? They can sing, well, they bet not say it. So we get bent out of shape. Yeah, we get bent. yeah I almost. And so I almost went to I almost went to jail off of the ninja words <laughs> when really? when somebody. Oh yeah, because one of my um, Caucasian friends in college has said it right in front of my face. And I act, I accidentally slapped him because hey, don't ever say it. I said don't ever. It was a reflex. I couldn't help it. I said don't ever say that again. Right. Well, okay, but but what was the context? You see he what I'm said, saying? Eminem right. or Jack Harlow like, or somebody oh, mm. up there saying, you see what I'm saying? I mean, it's the same type thing. Do we give? Folks like that a pass because they're saying nope. in nope in no pass no pass. I'm, I'm, I'm are, strongly calling each other that. I know this is kind of off the topic, but what if okay? Say so what if and only because I I know we got I got white people in my family as well. So I what do if, too. I'm half. So I got you know <laughs> I'm there. So, with like, you, so I'm white. Like, when you mentioned Eminem and you mentioned Jack Harlow, they were pretty much raised around black people. So it's like that type oh, of conversation. So now because they're Steve Martin and the jerk, they get they were raised around black people, they get a pass? No, that's not you. No, can't, that's not what, no not you can't compartmentalize. I'm not necessarily saying it's a pass, but I'm saying like just like how we're pretty much, like if you grew up in a certain type of environment, you kind of tend to just be how your environment is. So like, 
for example, like, because they grew up around us and that's all they knew, like, they picked up our lingo, they got, you know, they just, like, the way we dress, they all were that. assimilated, like, assimilated. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, that's, to them, that may be normal because that's just how, that was normal conversation, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not necessarily saying they get a pass, but it's kind of like, they get that's what they find. <laughs> they get a pass. <laughs> <laughs> they better keep that in the back of their mind. They get better keep that in my <laughs> mind. I mean, so so I think we also know who to who to say it around. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I've had to catch myself because sometimes I'll break out with the ninja word, especially when I'm like, what? You know what I mean? When I get a little exasperated, and so I've yeah, had too. to pull back. You know what I mean? Because it's not appropriate for everybody. In, in mm-hmm. every right. ear ear shot situation, like I wouldn't really say that around my mama. <laughs> like, <laughs> my mom's white, you know what I mean. But you know, on the on the flip side, my mom will say, "Oh, well, you know, uh, that white girl." And I'm looking at her like, <laughs> "Okay, mom." You know what I mean. So it just kind of depends on the situation and where you're at, I guess, yeah. and the context. That's true. That, mm-hmm. I think that makes a lot of that. That makes a difference. That definitely no, does. Like I don't think we mean, you know, like, and a lot of it is in jest, and a lot of it of what we say is um, funny. You know what I mean? So we do it with a sense of humor. So mm-hmm. it's. I don't think if it's if it's malicious in your heart, like so. For example. One of my best girlfriends, rest in peace, Keisha, she lived out in the Bay Area for a long time. And so she used to like the little sports cars. She called them rice rockets or rice burners. Okay? Now, that's derogatory if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But, that was the, but she wasn't saying it maliciously. It was the style of the car. It was low to the ground. It had the racing stripes on it. It had the big fin on the back. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So it wasn't derogatory, but it still kind of, what is it? Right? Right. How do you navigate that? Right? How do you navigate that? I get it. So we do kind of have to watch what we say, but when it comes to stereotypes, you know what I mean? I'm terrible. I'll be driving down the street and I'll be like, oh, my God, I know that was an old Asian man. Mm-hmm. Switching lanes, going 20 miles mm-hmm. per hour in a 70 mile, and I look over, and it's a little Asian man. And I'm not being, I'm not being racist, or am I? Like, is that me being? Yeah. You know, I do the same. I do the same typically, thing. we eat chicken and watermelon. <laughs> you know? Oh, please. Yeah. Well, I, I, mean, I, well I, I, do, I do the same thing when I see a car driving down the street and it's an Impala and they got 52-inch rims on it. <laughs> and, I'll say, and I'll say, and I'll say, oh, yeah, I know who that is. I, I just, <laughs> I do the same thing. Automatically, but is that being racist? Or is that just being, like, on, that's like a general, like, stereotype, but it's like a general like 95% of the time. So is that is mm. how do you So you're saying so you're saying Ozzy that only black people 
drive them taller with 52 inch rims? <laughs> well, I'll say nine out of yeah. ten. It, it's going to say nine, nine out of ten times. It's going to be <laughs> right. an African American right. or or somebody from the Latino. hood, a Latino yeah. from right. the hood. Inners on it. Uh, well, if, yeah. it's only, if the Impala is only that Impala is only Latino or Hispanic, if that shit is low, scraping the fucking ground. Oh yeah, if That's it's low, the only right, way, it's, then, yeah. <laughs> you see, if it's low, it. and if it's low, see, I'm gonna, now I'm gonna tell myself. Um, now I'm gonna, now I'm really bad about this. If it's low to the ground, automatically mm-hmm. in my head, I hear a little voice, and I said in a. A, 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 a Mexican accent. I say it. I like it's a low rider. I say it's a low rider. That's how I say it in my head. <laughs> you know what I think in my head? I think in my head of the horn that's going to go. Oh, wow. Wow. But I mean, I don't mean it in a derogatory way. I just say, hey, I love, I love, I love low rider cars. I love El Camino, the truck. I love the style. Right? You know when you know when you get in a cat, a yellow cab in New York City, it's gonna have one of them crowns, the crown on the dashboard. You just know, right? You just know. So is that a stereotype? Or is that just us being like super observant? Mm-hmm. I think it goes to I think it goes to a, a like a, a derogatory way when it's meant to be hurtful. Like when they say, yeah. "Okay, white folks when their hair get wet, they smell like dogs." That's yeah. some bullcaca. Yeah. When it goes that way and goes derogatory, then yeah. that is something different. You know what I mean? Or, um, you know, the one that I absolutely love is all black men are mandingo and all black women got big booties. That's true. That's true. That first one was true. Look, I'm going to break it out. Hell to the no, no, to the no, no, no. And I'm sure that now maybe y'all men can't attest to this, but Kia, I'm sure right. you and I have had yeah. more than <laughs> one um, black male in our lives. And I'm sure that at some point we were miserably yeah. disappointed like, that was trash. in the like Mandingo myth. Yeah, it was oh, trash. Wow. Sorry, fellas. Kaboom. <laughs> Let me just blow up that stereotype. White women, I'm sorry to blow up <laughs> your hopes and dreams stereotype wow. of getting right. your back blown out and having brown babies, but it is not always true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Now one another one that I uh, now I kind of get offended sometimes with this one. It just depends on I guess it depends on the context when people talk about CP and I'm like CP. I'm like but all of the oh well. <laughs> my friends now get now granted I'm I may be the one that's slow and late, but I'm dealing with. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, wait a minute. I have this one friend, and, and Kyle and um, Ozzy might know. I have this one friend. She used to work with, with us or whatever. She's on time for everything. I mean, if, if mm-hmm. something starts at 9, she's there at 8. 
And so it's right. time that it's That's time me. that she has something, a dinner or whatever, because it's her, I have to put it in my mind. Got to be on time. You got to be on time because she's always on time. And I have a few friends that's like that. So when people say it, I'm like, no, some of my friends be on time. And it kind of pushes me to be on time for things. And I remember right. dating this one guy, and he's the same way. He's always punctual on time for everything. And that was different for me. I had never really <laughs> been that was always on time. And so I and I. To this day, we're still friends. I used to tell them, I'm like, you know what? One thing I can say I learned from you was to really respect people's time. So if I'm so you running like it away, huh? I'm sorry. On that, on that note, though, you got to respect time as time. You would not yep. be late for your job. Yeah. You would not be yep. late for an interview with Oprah. Yep. You would yep. not be late for yep. dot, dot, dot. So yep. treat those people, their time yep. is just as valuable. That's so true. And that's why I say, see, when people say, see, people, I'm like, but all black people learn like, because I'm like, some of my friends, they push me to be on time. <laughs> yeah, but some of these folks be on motherland time. It's not even, <laughs> they, they like a whole nother, like, hemisphere. You know what I'm saying? They just be on I don't know if that's that want to be seen fashionably late thing. They overschedule, overbook. They just flaky. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, some folks just be on that that motherland <laughs> time. So, what mm-hmm. about you? <laughs> that needs that you think needs to stop. Who are you? I, I, I didn't. Were you talking I to me? Said, or, um, I, Oh, I was talking. I was. I was talking to Kyle. I was saying. I know because us ladies been talking, guys. What y'all say? No, you're good. You're good. You're good. One uh, stereotype, um, because I was like, oh my goodness. I said, okay, we got to keep it light. We got to keep it light. Okay, one of the stereotypes. Stop thinking every brother can dance. All right. Please, thinking every brother can dance, because this is something that I've seen personally myself that every brother (laughs) can dance. Women too, because I mean, for real, I mean, that's not for me and O-Dub, however, because that means one thing I know for me, I know... I went and I learned how to dance. First of all, I thank my mom. I thank my grandfather. I thank my grandmothers. I thank them all because they kept me around music as I was growing up. They had me listen to all different types of music. And, you know, my family, my family, they danced. And so to catch the, catch the rhythm, the groove and everything like that and follow the melody that started to develop. You know, I thank my brother because my brother always listened to music and he's like a, he's like a, a ma- he can be his own master class with telling you about music and telling you about the mm. history of an artist or something. That's right. Brother, man. So shout out to my brother, Dewan. But it's like, it's, it, but so I've been around of that all my life and growing up in that type of atmosphere that helped me to develop rhythm, that helped me to develop how to, how to flow mm-hmm. to the music and how to move and not sit up there and have them jagged kind of moves. <laughs> but at right. first, yeah, it, but, but, and also it takes practice. It takes practice. You, you, you mm-hmm. just, can't, you oh, just yeah. don't come out the womb dancing. You know what I'm saying? But no. you gotta take, yeah, you gotta, you gotta start moving and get it going. You know, 
when I was in college, I wanted to join a sorority so badly. I wanted to join a black one. <laughs> Let me get it right. I wanted to join a black sorority. So yeah, I okay. But I cannot step. Like, I used to just have step envy. <laughs> like, I cannot. I have, now, I can dance, but I don't have, like, the step rhythm. I'm like, mm-hmm. that clap beat, that clap beat. Like, I cannot do it. It's terrible. So, no, not all of us got rhythm. Well, well, not all of us I will tell, I will tell you this, and I'm just going to put myself <laughs> out there. So when I went to college, I, too, wanted to pledge, and I did pledge. I pledged um, Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated, African-American fraternity, and I was, I, was, I, was part, I was part of Janet Jackson's Rhythmless Nation. <laughs> That was at the time. That was at the time. But then one of my brothers, um, my brother from um, straight out of Brooklyn, um, Leon Rogers, he was attending FAMU um, at the time because um, mm-hmm. I went to school at Florida State, but Leon was at FAMU. Um, him and a couple of brothers over at Florida State, they taught me how to step. And when I learned how to step, I picked up uh, stepping like nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I, but then I learned how to step. Then my dance, oh, my dance prowess picked up like that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. And that was, I, 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 I crossed in 1991. Did I? Oh, my, I was Johnny Fever. I was there. I was like John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. It was, it was on the popping. Okay, like, what was your what was your what was your name? What was your name? Oh, well, my line name is Eight Ball DKK, the Kappa Killer, because I was I was a goon. I, I was a goon I, in college. I was a goon, and I I I used to not fight just one person. I fight five people at once. Oh, you that so, person? Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, I was that person in college. I was a knucklehead. Luckily, thank God for His grace and mercy, but. Um, but yeah, eight ball to Kappa Killer. So yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And also yeah, black everybody everybody has to stop assuming all black people know how to play spades. Because I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah. play spades for shit. No. I, I don't feel I'm bad. Terrible ball. <laughs> oh, no, I can't play. <laughs> yeah, I see. I don't, I don't feel bad. And I don't know how to play dominoes either, so how about that? Oh, no, I can no, do dominoes. I just, I just learned how to do that within the last 10 years, but spades? Yeah, I'm a mess. Yeah, I get down with spades. Yeah, I'm always the butt of everybody's joke. They're talking about spades. I'm like, I have no clue. <laughs> have no I clue. I concept of it. I just can't retain it. It's too much kind of yeah. look at your uh, partner and coordinate the books and all yeah. that world that's shit. That's, that is so me. That's me. That's much remembering and thinking and all of that. I got it. No, it's too much. Yeah. I thought it was just now, me. I'm the one that walk around and look at everybody's cards. I walk around the table. I'm it's a lot person. of strategy. Mm. It's strategy to to spades. It's also strategy to where you sit and where you yeah. sit behind because you got to sit. I always try to sit behind. Me personally, I like to sit behind the strongest player. I like to come after the strongest player. 
That's me personally. Mm. Mm. I like the weaker person to come before me. Because you don't mm. know how to play. I let, go ahead. Right, you're your catching up mm-hmm. the rear. I got you. You're mm-hmm. catching up the rear. Mm-hmm. But, that yeah. makes sense. But a lot of catching. But I'll be following yeah. all over the place. I don't know what the heck I'm going to tell you a funny, a, a funny stereotype that I got caught with. Um, we moved to Ogden, Kansas. Uh, my father was stationed at Fort Riley, Kansas. So we moved to Ogden. Mm. It's a small, mm. a small part of Kansas. And um, uh, we moved. And, I think. Was that? I said, you think? I've never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. It had, it had the, the I'm going to tell you about this city. The, the grocery store, the post office, the gas station, and the library were all the same place. Building. Oh, same building. Same building. <laughs> you had a haberdashery. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. And all about the size of a little bodega in New York. That's how about the size oh, of a Wow. Bodega. You had like a little general store type thing going on. Mm, oh. that. It wasn't even that big, but it was so funny. We moved to Ogden, and all these people started showing up at the house that we lived in. There's a little trailer park, so it wasn't a house. It's a trailer. Right. And they were knocking on the door, and the Pruitts were the rich people of town. And a rich Caucasian family, they came over, and they brought a pie and some stuff for my mom. And it's like, hi, we see that you just moved in, and want to know if your son would join our basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> Not all African Americans know how to hoop. <laughs> Play basketball. <laughs> that's, that's Not all. Not, yeah. yeah that's I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. I can ball as far as I can get on the court and play 21, but I am not an organized basketball team player. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I play football. Uh, football, my first love. Uh, I love to play right. tennis. Is my second love. But football, uh, yeah, all day. But basketball, from, from crunch, crunching people that twinkle. Hey, tennis. Arthur Ashe. Arthur Ashe made me fall in love with tennis. So I will tell you that I, I fell in love with him. That he was a black man on the tennis court. That made me fall in love with it. I got I got criticized for that too in the hood. But um, but oh. yeah, I got in that basketball court and I had to shoot a free throw and shot it over the backboard. So. <laughs> Boy, that's, that's yeah, I got yeah. em- I got embarrassed. What's that? You got embarrassed? <laughs> yeah, I got embarrassed. I was like, Nah, I'm not putting up a bas- picking up a basketball again. <laughs> so I will say. Um, I, I do wonder about the stereotype, though, that black people don't like cold weather, because I know this, I sure as hell don't like no cold weather. And I'm always surprised when I hear there are black people in, like, Milwaukee or, like, Wisconsin or, like, you know, Montana or even Utah. I can't even believe the black people. It's so cold. Like, is well, that, you know, that must be a stereotype. <laughs> It's, it's crazy because, you know, I'm originally from Michigan, and I, I was 19. Even when I lived there, I thought it was inhumane. Like, why why are we living so, so cold? Like, I didn't like it then. I used to, like, we, like, 20 feet on the school. Like, we only didn't go to school if the windshield factor was just too low. But other than that, right. we went to school. Right. 
considering I grew up like right on the lake, like by Lake Michigan. So you know, all the I hated it. So but every day, yes, that right. wind. So when I so when I got old enough, nineteen, when I moved to Georgia, I never thought about moving back. Like I think living somewhere no. cold is inhumane to me. Like I'm like, why yeah. would you want to where that's that cold? My son, like, I took my son to Connecticut in November, and it was only like in the like like uh, like forty eight, maybe like fifty three, somewhere in there. But he was like, Mom, this cold is different mm-hmm. in Georgia. Disrespectful. It is. <laughs> I tell people that it is. It's, it's a Lena, different type Lena, of cold. Lena, I was in Connecticut in 2015, up in Wallingford, not too far from New Haven. Hey, um, that's where my mom lives. My mom in lives in Wallingford. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Yeah, I was there. For, yeah, I was there for 18 weeks. I tell you about. I tell you about Wallingford, uh, Westbrook Lobster. Yeah. I, I used to go there every other night. Yeah. Because I use my company my mom card. Lives I was Center Street downtown. My mom lives right off Center Street downtown. Okay, okay, now, yeah, I love, I love, the I love library from the YMCA. All oh my mm-hmm. goodness, right there, right there. Yeah, that's that's that was my little home away from home for eighteen weeks, and I'm gonna tell you, I was there, wow. and it was negative fifteen degrees <laughs> below zero. <laughs> And I tell you what, I had not, I had not been in negative, I had not been in negative degrees since we lived negative in Germany. Nothing. Yeah, I was like, hold up, y'all fly me out here for a negative? Oh no, my face yeah. is burning. That that, that 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 burning sensation on your skin. It's a burning cold. Yes, it's a yeah. terrible yeah. cold that you mm-hmm. don't feel unless you're on a coast. It's that one that bites. Through your coat, your jacket, your everything, and just nah, nah, like eat your yeah, I know. That's and why you know I live here. When it's that cold, it's not good for it's not good to even breathe in because I know no, just like mm-hmm. when it gets too hot here, and they talk about you know it's too hot, go outside and this and that. Right. The same way when it's cold, it was days that'd be so cold yeah. and be like stay in because it's not good for your lungs to bring the stuff in. It so. freezes your hair, your hair yeah. in your nose, your hair, your mm-hmm. nostrils. That's how cold it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I always thought that was just so inhumane. Like why, <laughs> why live somewhere where it's cold? That's I just can't. That's too much for me. <laughs> mhm. Let's see what other kind of crazy stereotypes you got out. Um, Are they kids? That we don't. Oh yeah. That's Everybody's got bad kids. The spoiled, rotten, well oh, taken care of, traveling to Europe ass kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. What, what about <laughs> what about black fathers never stay? Black fathers That's what? Bad one. Never never stay. Don't black fathers. Stop. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. So that's not. True. That's definitely not true. It's a lot. It's, I think we focus too much on the bad ones to where they mm-hmm. overlook the good ones because that's definitely right. not true. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. that's that's so that's what that's definitely one that's not great. That's not true. Yeah, we yeah. spent too much right. time. No. Yeah, because I know a lot. Like even with just family and friends. I mean, it's some good men out there when it comes to taking care of their family, taking care of their kids. There's a lot of them that's out there. So I just think we focus too much on the bad ones, and we need to kind of, like, highlight the good ones, especially to that net stereotype. That stereotype needs to go right. away. That's definitely. But I will say we do tend 
and not this is this is not a stereotype. This is for real, for real. We when we get jigger rich and we get that little windfall, oh baby, you thought we just hit the the Powerball, right? And we're out there buying up. We eating red lobster and juicy crab. We out there buying. Right, Gucci and Pucci and everybody else. Why do we we feel like we got, why do we have a Hummer and we live like in an apartment? Like, why do we, why do we do this? Why are our priorities? And that's not a, I'm like, uh, I would say, I don't even know if that's a stereotype. I think that's like for real. I think I'm dead on. Yeah. I mean, I pay my bills too, but we, I still floss. And I don't know yeah. what it is. We need to get better. We need to, as far as our financial literacy, we have to yeah. really get, t- get trained on financial literacy. Yeah. There are other ethnicities. And again, don't get me wrong. That's, that, that there are a lot of, lot of household, black African-American households that are now teaching financial literacy. They're teaching their children how to be financially literate and also to be financially sufficient. And now that is being taught in a lot of families because I can say, like, for my cousin, her husband, he is really he is really focused on financial literacy and, and building wealth in his family. To his children, they follow that same model. In his wife, they all follow that same model. So there is examples all over all over the world where we're teaching our children. Like I'm teaching my children on how to invest and do the things that necessary. Just because I wasn't, it wasn't, they, no one sat me down and taught me that. Yeah. Now you learn, you learn to do better. And that's what it is. A lot of these, a lot of my generation and then of course generation right before me, we're learning to do better to teach our children and to help our children. It's just some of those mm-hmm. neighborhoods, or, well, excuse me, some of those people who just don't want to teach it. They figure, well, you, you, you better spend it all while you got it and spend it all because you can't take right. it with you. Understand that. No, you can't take it with you, but build that generational wealth so this way that next generation don't have to work for it as hard as you oh, Right. Let's build that. Let's build that break. And it's, again, what I'm going to use the analogy of building a bridge so this way it's easy for them to walk over to success. That's what we want to do. We want to we continue and let that bridge continue to be built for that next generation, that next generation, next, gener- next generation. Just like how you have all of these families, the Hiltons, the Rockefellers, and all of those exactly. other big corporations and companies. Right. They have generational wealth that passes down to the generation. The, the original Rockefeller is not alive. But his family right. benefits right. from what the original Rockefeller did. And that's the right. shame that it should be for our children, our great grandchildren and great 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 grandchildren. <laughs> and so, so everyone let's, should let's be talk that. about another myth then that goes hand in hand with that and that's that mm-hmm. black folks are lazy. And yeah. That's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that the reason why we're not out there building empires like the Rockefellers and the Hiltons and the Kennedys? Because you see what I mean? Like, are we lazy? Yeah. You know, that, 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 that stereotype. That stereotype's been going on since we stopped working for free. And that's what I was about to say. So we're we're lazy because yeah. uh, weren't we the ones that were doing all the work? So how are we lazy yeah. if we were the ones yeah. doing all the yeah. work? <laughs> yeah. I never understood that when people would say, you know, that stereotype, black people are lazy because 
like when it comes to a lot of my family members and stuff like that, people I know, even myself, I've always up until probably, you know, several years ago, but maybe have like one or two, you know, have two jobs. Like my mom had like two jobs. Um, My uncles had a couple of jobs and a couple of hustles on the side. Like just the way, the way I grew up, it was always taught to have some type of hustle on the side, even though you may have a job, you have to have some. I'm like, where do they get that black people are lazy stuff from? Because everybody I know right. used to hustle for work. Like, so, hustle. <laughs> but are you, are you, what is your background? What is your cultural background? Are you from the island? Who, me? Yeah. No. I, I say that. No, no. I say that oh. because, you know, how the, how the stereotype is, oh, all Jamaicans oh. got like 10 jobs. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, so that's why I was asking, like, with the with the different side hustles and all that kind of stuff. Because, like, when you were saying that, it immediately popped up in my mind in living color. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, mom, you lazy, oh, yeah. I'm going to be yeah. your yeah. job. No, mm-hmm. my family, no, they're from Mississippi. They're from Memphis. Like, they're from, we just, they just migrated to Michigan. But, like, my grandmother from Mississippi, little town in Mississippi, like, most of so I don't, I don't know why. I mean, I don't know why they. I think that's one stereotype that needs to dead because I'm like no. And even like now with today's generation, like with some of the children now, these kids mm-hmm. now are so advanced and so smart that they're doing a mm-hmm. lot of other things. So I'm like, no, that's mm-hmm. not true. Mm-hmm. Right. Nothing about lazy. <laughs> Nothing. We may not right. just right. take right. anything, but we're not lazy. I think so. that. Okay. Okay. I think that's it. The cho- more the choiciness of yeah. being able to choose or maybe it's a pride thing because maybe mm-hmm. we were so used to doing like, I'll say like mm-hmm. jobs for so long. Yeah. Now we're just like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, you know what I mean? True. And so, but you see the other cultures that come over here and pick up those shit jobs that we won't do. Yeah. That's you know true. what I mean? So it's, it's hard. It's like, <clears throat> I think like we shoot ourselves in the foot. Sometimes, you know, we might talk about, oh, my God, there's like 20 Mexicans in a Pinto or 20 of them living in that house. Yeah, but they all put into the pot, so they all benefit, and then they all explode individually. For some yeah. reason, mm-hmm. us black folks cannot do that with each other. Mm-hmm. Imagine 20 of us motherfuckers living in a house and getting <laughs> That ain't happening. You know what I'm saying? Because we're too proud to sleep on the floor. We're too proud to get a corner. We're too proud to get on a couch. We're too proud. Why should I wash the dishes for this one? I'm not going to cook for that one. I'm not buying toilet paper for the whole house. You see what I'm saying? Like, we get mm-hmm. into that. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, so, every man. Yeah, that every man from the cell. Yes. Yes. And so yep. I don't know if that is, like, if it's ingrained in us from being downtrodden for so long that we're like, screw everybody else out for self. You know what I mean? Not everybody's like that, but, you know, we do have a, like, I, I think as a culture, we do kind of have a, like, a, a in the attitude towards the next person, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it may also have a lot to do with just, like, some people are raised how to how to survive, and then you have some people are raised mm-hmm. to so I think that's what a lot of it has to do with because the way I More grew personality. up, yeah, because because the way I grew up, like I pretty much was raised with my grandma, and so mm-hmm. that being selfish and stuff like that, that was like 
it was we didn't we wasn't raised like that. Like you know, anybody was right. welcome, and yeah, we wasn't raised like that. So I think when it depends on how you was raised. Like some people are just simply raised how to survive. So I think that's where that mentality come from. Being for you know everything, every man for themselves. But then you got some that are raised with love. So uh, it's like have that selfishness. So I think that's what it has a lot to do with it. It's it, that, and also well. So, for example, I, like I said, I'm white and black. My mom is Portuguese. So I go over to my grandmother, and she's shoving food down your face. <laughs> right? I go to my black side, this motherfucker's hiding the food. You know what I mean? Like, you can't get a glass of damn water with no ice out the tap. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's a different type of, and I don't understand that because my the black side of my family, they can't. Where they came from, and they they came pretty good for themselves, wearing mm-hmm. furs and all this stuff that the other folks in the neighborhood have, buying houses, and you know what I mean. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. what in the world is this mentality? Like, I got to keep it all to myself. I can't share. I think so I still think it's, it's it was though. I think it's a survivor mindset because, like you said, how your black family, like my black family, you come to our house, we don't care about no food, eat. You know what I mean? Like we right. don't hide. Right. Like we. We welcome you. Like, so we don't care about that. Like, food is nothing. Like, we used to have, like, fish fries and stuff like that. Any and everybody welcome. It's no big deal and none of that. So I I just think it's just how you're actually raised. So you can have Mm -hmm. all the money in the world, but you're trying to keep it all to yourself because it's like. Being a miser. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, because I found like. the old rich people that still hoard stuff because. The hoard stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because like yeah. I said, food is nothing. We don't really like eat it up because we don't. I would rather eat it to I would rather because I don't eat leftovers anyway. So I would rather for you to eat it before I got to go. I now bougie ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say bougie. I don't bougie. I can do pasta, but I don't really too much care for leftovers. So I always cook enough for us to eat. That's just how it is. I always, I don't really, my kids don't really like leftovers. I need to like come that. to your house because I always got leftovers for days, girl. I don't know how to make nothing small. Uh-huh. It always mm-hmm. has to be on a gargantuan scale. Lord, help me. Mm-hmm. When Thanksgiving is on Thursday, that food need to be gone by Saturday. That's it. <laughs> except, for the, except for the ham. Except for the my ham. My dog got a time limit on no, that. No, everything has to be gone. I don't want to see none of that after, after, after Saturday. You got Thursday and Friday to eat. Saturday needs to be in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> but the okay, so we got we got three people here. So let's let's see. Do all of y'all like fried chicken? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. yeah. We got four people. Four people. We got all of us like fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we all like watermelon. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I do. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we all we all eat hot sauce on our chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, did you say eat, oh, we all eat what? Hot, hot sauce. sauce. No, no. You don't, know what? I don't like hot sauce. Nope. Blasphemy. Nope. Yes. Yep. Oh. Nope. I don't. That's a good one. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Hold on, and, and, and you know what? what? I travel with my own hot sauce. Yeah, Hey, hold on. I travel with my own hot sauce and my own seasoning. 
Lord. When I go out to restaurants, <laughs> hey. Man, yeah. you black. Man, you black for real. <laughs> hey. you, got, you got the black card right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, Jesus. Well, I, all black people don't like ranch sauce, ranch dressing either, because I can't stand ranch dressing. And I know some oh, people I prefer blue cheese, but I eat it. Mm-mm. I know but people I put like, ranch. No, I'm like, Ugh. I do. I do both. I do both. I could do ranch. Mm-mm. Okay, so what about lemon pepper wings? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had a mile with the lemon pepper sprinkles. Ooh. Ooh. I get hot lemon yeah. pepper, hot sauce, hot and Ooh. lemon pepper together. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. 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 New, new creation. Look at that. Yeah. You never heard of you never heard of mine with lemon pepper wings? No. Really? Oh. Oh. That's the ATL be making up. That's just like uh, black people just be making up names, making up new combinations, <laughs> making up new whatever. Mm-mm. But that's the thing, though. No, that's that's really a thing. My with lemon pepper it's, wings. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Now you know I do my my lemon pepper wet. You know that's like gold right there. That's like liquid uh-uh. crack. You know, but but mm-mm, mm-mm. that's uh, with a little spice. You gotta try it. Get my wings with the lemon pepper sprinkle. You gotta try it. Get some blue and with the blue cheese. It's good. Okay. So we all agreed on chicken and watermelon. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I got one for you. Does everybody drink Kool Aid? I don't make it anymore. I used to. I used to. And that's only because of the sugar and all of that. I don't make it anymore. Yeah, but, and that's but, the, the, but if we take away the sugar factor, hell yeah, and it's not yeah. cherry, that shit is red. Red. Red flavor. Red flavor. It's red flavor. How can red be flavored? Because it is. Yeah. It's red. Red. Right. Red. It's red. I still drink Kool-Aid to this day. My wife, my wife, is looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, I love Kool Aid. It is, it's, I love it. And somebody tried to tell me Kool Aid and Flavor Aid were the same thing. I almost, I no. want to slap them. No, too. it's no. not. No. That's no. blasphemy. They taste different. Uh-uh. Flavor Aid is the knockoff. It is the blue yeah. egg Kool Aid. No, the flavor. Yeah. That's generic. Flavor Aid is generic. Uh-uh. Yeah, that's the that blast version. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. So what did they have? Because we're all about the same age. What did they have back in the day that you wish that they still kept? Mm. I miss, that's I know they still have an easy bake oven, but I used to love the easy bake oven. Wow. I had a, I had a light bright. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I remember the light bright. They still got yeah. the light bright. They still have them. It's not like what it used to be, but they're still out there, but it's not like what it used to be. They got a light bright still. You know what I saw mm. at the store the other day? They had shrinky dance. Oh, Y'all know what those are? Mm-hmm. Shrinky mm-hmm. dink. For y'all listening who don't know what shrinky dinks are, y'all younger generation, shrinky dink. And it's that it spelled just like it. <laughs> Oh, is that the thing that was going up the, up and down the stairs? No, yeah, that's a that's slinky. A, oh, that, that was that's a slinky. 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 That
The Slinky's a wonderful toy. Oh, that thing's going to be in my head all day. That, that, song, that song's going to be in my head all day now, see? Thank you. Hey, thank you. It's all thank good. You. It's all good. Can someone find a commercial? No. No. The Slinky <laughs> things were the things that you colored in. And, and they melted. And they shrunk down. And they melted. made a little design. Yeah, they melted down in the oven. You could yeah. make, like, sun catchers and put them in the window afterwards or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. See, why are we going to another episode? Because, see, now I'm about to go off. Hold on. I'm a hush. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So, <laughs> nostalgic I, I, things. That was. Wow. I need to teach their kids how to double dutch. Double dust was my thing. Oh, I, I can't turn. I'm I'm double jointed. I'm double handed. I can't. I, I skip a beat somewhere. Yeah, double dust is my thing. Yeah. We have family day and, and bring some of the old games and it'll be like the old school versus new school. We haven't done that in a while as a family. But we used to and my kids like saw me jump and they was like, I ain't think my mama knew how to I'm like, Yeah, double dust what? Was Yeah, double dust was that my might, you know what? We might have to get together and make that an event. How about we mm-hmm. do something That'd like that? the old school yep. versus the new school. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, like field day. Yeah. Hug that war. Sack races. That'd be hot. That'd be hot. Mm-hmm. That'd Don't be hot. at a park or something? Yep. Wouldn't that be That'd fun? That'd be hot. Mm-hmm. That would be hot. Old folks field you know, day. Right. Right. That would listen, be a great. Listen. That'd be hot. Kia, listen, Helena and Kia have the, pro- the proprietary rights to that, so don't copy. Yes, we get we get us a slip and slide. <laughs> but, yes. but we have to be the young people, so we want to incorporate oh, the young folks. So it's the old school versus new school. So, yeah, <laughs> we got it. Yeah, I, got, I like that. That's mm-hmm. a All right, great y'all idea. heard it here, folks. Y'all heard yeah. it here, folks. Watch out for this summer. Yeah, I'm yeah. coming to you. I want to help, yeah. help with that event. I want to help with that event. I know. I, 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 know. I mean, I won't be able to be out there, but um, I want to assist because that sounds yeah, like that, fun. That'll be fun. That's yeah. going to be fun. Yeah. That's yeah. 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 We need to do that. All right. Yeah. That's an event. I, I'm my book. oldest daughter, she's very active, so I know she will all feel love to help. She, she's oh, good. Fun. Fun. good. Oh, good. <laughs> See, we not all lazy. See, we're not all lazy. Right. 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 So, they, and, they and, I bet you show, I bet, and I bet we'll show up on time, too. Right. We'll be on time. They got chicken and watermelon. It might even have some Kool-Aid. It might even have some Kool-Aid out there. Oh, you know what? We should break out the tang. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, but I remember Tang. Yo, Tang used to be it. That used to be that. Yo, I used to love it when my grandmother used to give me Tang. I'd be like, Yo, I can have some Tang word. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, was, that was a luxury. Like a, that was like a luxury. That was a luxury. Yeah, yeah bro. Forty, uh, we didn't have Tang. We were probably too poor for Tang. <laughs> <laughs> My grandma probably was like, no. that was, like you said, that was a luxury. So yeah, I, I didn't go. I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> you was like, I'm gonna see if I can find you some. I'm gonna see if I can find you some. 
They still <laughs> yeah. make it. They still make it. They, they still, still make, make it. it. That was a come up right there. Yeah. I'm pretty wow. sure they still Dang. make it. I'm pretty sure. You know what? Yeah, we'll have to find out. I didn't even know that, that was be my mission. That will be my mission, and for the field day, I will find Tang and Red Kool-Aid, and yeah, um, okay. that those will be our, yeah, yeah. We Don't forget the back. grape. Don't forget the grape, though. Great Kool-Aid. Oh, and grape, and grape, and grape. <laughs> okay. We need some, some big old uh, Gatorade containers so we can we can fill it up. Yep. Grape Kool-Aid with some sugar. lemon slices. <laughs> grape Kool-Aid and put some lemon slices in there. So make now, it fancy. Now, now, now. now. Now that you see, now you made it bougie, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. So I put the lemon in the strawberries and stuff. My mom makes her own strawberry lemonade, and it is so Ooh. good. Yeah, put the strawberry, the real strawberry, mm-hmm. the real lemon. My mom makes it. Oh, it is so good. Look, look, let's not break. Let's not break out the now laters in the Tahitian treat. Oh man, not the, oh yeah. That was my mom. Something sweet like a Tahitian treat. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. I thought T nice Treat was my that was my that was my crack back in the day. T and Treat was my crack back in the day. <laughs> my mom used to love it. That's have to worry about it. Oh God! I can't stand it now. I can't stand. It. I drunk so much Tahitian Treat back in the day. I can't stand it to this day. I think I drunk gallons of it from the age of ten to eleven. I drunk gallons. <laughs> <laughs> Those are like staples of you know what I yeah. mean? Staples of the uh of black youth. <laughs> yeah. youth. Oh my goodness, that is hilarious. That is hilarious. Well it has been an amazing uh hour plus with y'all, because we just been talking and talking and talking. We gonna have to do this again. Oh yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was definitely good. fun. Yeah. You are good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I listen. With this, this, we just, we just ride with this one. So, O Dub, you make the decision. If you want our sister to close, you make the decision. What you want to do, bro? With your words of wisdom, you, you got it, bro. Oh yeah. Um, since we, you know, we have a, we have a guest. We'll open the floor. You have any final words you want to say? Um, Lena, do do your thing. I'll let you get some. Oh some no, words no! I will just I'll just say thank you, Kyle. Okay. <laughs> I, Tia, I appreciate y'all. This has been fun, always fun, individually, mm-hmm. and it's even more fun when we get all together. And I'm so glad, Tia, you were able to join this time when I jumped oh, out. Um, I love what you guys do. Keep it, keep it real. Keep it going. I am so proud to be a sponsor of y'all, and I just wish that y'all just many blessings and bright future for all, all three of y'all. And thank you so much for having you. me on. Thank you. Appreciate we appreciate you. you. Appreciate you. And, and that was a great way to close out. That was a sincere and beautiful um, and sincere from one of the realists. From one of the realest individuals, like I said, reach out to her. She gave you her info, info, so reach out to her if you have any questions. And don't be afraid. Don't be shy, because if you're shy, she'll pull it out of you. She is very helpful. Boy, yeah. Very, yeah. very, very helpful. <laughs> but she's going to tell you like it is. But 
Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oof, man, as always, this has been an excellent, excellent show. And we thank our listeners across the globe, and we appreciate you, Annie. You know what? If you have any comments, any feedback, any anything you want to say to the OK2 podcast, send that information over to the real OK podcast at gmail.com. Once again, send that information over to the real OK podcast at gmail.com. This has been an amazing experience, and we thank you for sharing it with us. So, from our guest, Lena, from Kia, K Boog, and O Dub, we thank you. We love you, and most of all, we appreciate you. Until the next bat time, next bat channel. For our old school, y'all recognize that thing. Until we meet again. Yep. <laughs> Until we meet again, y'all stay safe out there. Take care of yourself. And peace. Thank you. Love and. Oh! <laughs>